Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here on Mindful Muslim Speaks, the place where we discuss all things Muslim. Uh, today we're going to be talking about self esteem. Uh, how to identify if our child has low self esteem or high self esteem for that matter. Um, Maybe how much of it had to do with us and the way we're interacting with our child because it is important to know how much what we are doing or saying that affects them, either positively or negatively. And then lastly, how can we build our child's self-esteem? So either way, building our child's self-esteem and making sure that's part of what we do is super important and that's what we're going to tackle today. So if you haven't already known, we also have a website. Join us at www.mindful-muslima.com. We have a new YouTube channel that just went up, Mindful Muslima. Uh, they'll be posting things, at least uh, one to two videos a week. I'll let you guys know the date soon, inshallah, what days exactly they will go up. And we also are on Instagram and Facebook for additional inspiration and education. So for today, first of all, I just wanted to point out um, why it's important to focus on our child's self-esteem. Uh, there's a famous psychologist, Carl Rogers, and uh, I put up an Instagram uh, photo uh, a couple, maybe a week or two back about the fact that basically paraphrasing excuse me, what hit one of his statements, which is that we want to feel and believe in ways that are consistent with our own self-image. So the post that I put basically was um, a paraphrase of that where I'm saying that, you know, we basically behave the way that we perceive ourselves. So if we make our children feel that they're not smart, then they'll probably act that way more so, or that they're incapable of doing things or untrustworthy they'll most likely act like those things now we we don't like to think we don't say those types of things to our children but in a moment of um, anger or um, disappointment it could slip out of our mouth and it's just really important to keep uh, tabs on the things that we say so self-worth is super important and as we know that's very consistent with our deen where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that um, you know the mother is the first school so everything stems from us originally although we're not responsible obviously for everything but it is super important to make sure that we're doing everything possible to support the health, the emotional health of our child. So um, if your child has uh, high self-esteem, they basically face challenges well, they accept failure and unhappiness at times, and they're very open with people. But what about if a child does not have that? We find other signs in our child. I'll talk to you in a minute about what low self-esteem looks like to help you um, be able to identify, like I was able to identify whether or not my child or my children had low self-esteem. And just so you know, like uh, Carl Rogers also speaks a lot about uh, unconditional and conditional regard. Long story short, basically unconditional love and emotional health go hand in hand. And sometimes we're unintentionally um, showing unconditional not showing unconditional love we're showing conditional love and and this is something that could be potentially damaging and that's why i thought this topic was so important there's so many great moms out there that always want to do the right thing but sometimes we're just used to some things in society that we're taught and we don't even realize we might be doing things harmful i'll get more specific in a second um, but in society we are taught for example this is this is actually a perfect example um, about shaming so sometimes it's western culture sometimes it's a different culture um we like to call it back home culture, right? Where where we think we have to shame children into better behavior. Like um, we, we could shame a child until they get better grades. We'll call them stupid or astaghfirullah, other things until, you know, just to motivate them, quote unquote, to get better grades. Or maybe we'll call a child fat with the hopes that if they hear it, 
enough times, they'll become skinny. Now, obviously, this is this is nothing any of us would like to use. I personally have never used these things, but I have definitely heard them in our community, and they're obviously not consistent with uh, the Sunnah or the upbringing, um, Islamic upbringing we're taught. Um, it really has to stop. And the really the reason I wanted to highlight it is if we're truly committed to raising emotionally healthy children, we have to, have to let go of the conditional. And this is the example of that, conditional love. Like I love you if or only if or when because it's actually going to harm our kids better than um, help, more than help them. And it is possible, by the way, for unconditional love and correction to coexist. That's something really hard for us to digest. That's not what we were taught. Um, we just have to have the right boundaries and show love and empathy while still having boundaries. And in fact, uh, the prophet, peace be upon him, um, he did just that. He was the best example of this. And he did not yell at children ever and and, and make them feel disrespected or small. Um, and, and children loved him generally, not just because of his position. Children don't understand the brevity of positions, right? But they understand when they're treated right and when they're loved and respected. And he really, really actually showed great love and respect to children. Now, how can we um, know if our child has low self-esteem? We can't kind of fix things unless we can first identify what situation we are dealing with. So these were super healthy and ha- and um, helpful tips that um, I want to share with you that I read back in the day. And... Um, it helped me to get a gauge on where my children were at all times. So a child with low self-esteem will basically avoid challenges, withdraw from others, maybe make negative statements about themselves, like thinking they can't do things a lot or they're not good at things, give up easily, be overly sensitive to the opinion of others, opinions of others. And, you know, there are other things that could play a role other than just us as parents. You know, some things could be childhood experiences, family relationships inside, outside the home, school environment, outside social relationships. Some we have more control of than others, but for the most part, um, these are some of the things that can help us identify if our child has trouble with uh, low self-esteem. So I wanted to just share with you some suggestions on how we can build our uh, self-esteem of our children and show unconditional love in a way that is consistent with the sinna. So I'll share those couple points with you now. Number one, ensure that your expectations of your child matches their ability according to the stage of development that they are in. And there's tons of public info. If I can, I'll put it up on my blog, a little bit of information about this, but there's tons of public info on the stages and development of children. So just making sure, first of all, that our expectations are not too high or too low. Number two, withholding words of criticism. Like you never, like overgeneralizing, you always, you're such a, and astaghfirullah, again, we'd hate to say that these are things that we say, but sometimes it happens in fits of um, stress or anger, right? It's better to replace them with words of empathy. Things like, I really love, like this is when you're going to correct the child, right? Um, I really love the way you blank. It would be even better if you blank. Or number two, another suggested way to correct a child could be, I know you meant to do the right thing. How do you think that you can fix this? Like, let's work on it together. Number three, um, making sure we give our children our undivided attention. It's really hard to be device-free, guys. Our phones are almost extensions or like third limbs at this point, I think. But really, really giving a child undivided attention or not, even if it's for five to ten minutes a day, is critical. 
to their emotional development. And I know we don't always see it as that, but try to put those devices down where around our kids. We have to pick them up, try to do it outside the room. We don't want them to always see our face glued to something. We have to try to think about what does that look like from a child's perspective, looking up at their mom all the time like that and not connected to us. Excuse me, not to to them as as a child. Number four, when your child speaks, come down to their level. This is something that the prophet, peace be upon him, did. He get down on his knee, get to their level, give them full attention. I think just it makes sense in terms of um, them not always having to look up like we're some huge overbearing authoritative figure, figure. Number five, use positive body language, such as leaning in close, rubbing on their arm, obviously appropriate ways, right? Eyes, um, you know, and smiling, everything looking like we're super engaged and excited to have them in our presence. Um, Number six, this goes into number six, show your child that you're happy when they come into the room, not annoyed or stressed out by them being close to you. This is probably the hardest for moms in the kitchen and things like that, places where we don't, it's hard for the kids to be around us where there's hot items and things, but we generally have to pay attention to how we shoo them out or just generally like for their safety, obviously, but in other, just in general, we have to show that we love that they're around us, not bothered by their presence. That is a huge one and something that many parents don't realize that they do. Number eight and um is create a home that allows our children to feel that they're able to express their opinion and will not be judged. I think that goes without saying. And number nine, talk to our spouse about the importance of building self-esteem and just having um, healthy emotional health. Um, for a child to reach their full potential, guys, they have to have good emotional health, and that starts with us. I pray that these signs and suggestions were of a help to you guys, and I pray that all of us are able to um, work on this and work on ourselves in a way where we can really just set our children up for success right from the beginning, and it starts in our homes. Jazakum Allahu khayvan. Assalamu alaikum.